what is shared in this podcast is solely for awareness and psychoeducational purposes. Therefore, none of the information shared constitutes for any therapeutic services. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the final episode of Season 1, Yeah, Mental Health Colloquy with Tolo. This is the final episode of the season. We have season two up our sleeves and it should be delivered to you pretty soon, okay? <laughs> I am your host, Kinnatsulu. We wrap up the season with a topic that carries a ton of emotion with both young and old having experienced it or are experiencing it this week we talk about bullying and we touch on the following subtopics what is bullying workplace bullying bullying at school cyber bullying what the person who experiences bullying feels like aftermath of bullying and how you can help the victim of bullying and as Peyush, we wrap up the episode nicely, seal it, deliver it with Thoughtful Thursday. Alright, so let's get into it. Okay, what is bullying? The American Psychological Association defines bullying as a form of an aggressive behavior where an individual intentionally and repeatedly cause another individual discomfort or injury. That is bullying, right? So bullying can um, take place in various forms. It can be physical, it can be verbal as well. And when you dissect bullying, trying to understand the behavior, you would see that bullying can be seen as is an assertion of power and a person wanting to be in control. For some of the bullies, their behavior is them wanting to take back their power. However, this is the wrong approach because you cannot heal yourself by hurting others. You know, like it, it doesn't it doesn't add up. If you know you are hurting, you are wounded then the best thing for you is to sit down with someone and talk it out instead of using your hurt to hurt other people. It doesn't work like that. All right, that is um, bullying. And then workplace bullying. I know a few people who have experienced this. Um, well, not personally, but <laughs> I'm just saying there are few people that... Why am I saying few? There are people who have experienced um, workplace bullying. So this type of bullying is characterized uh, by targeted and harmful behavior where the person, the focus is to intimidate, to be spiteful, to offend, or even mock another person within the workplace environment. You know, This behavior is usually from a person who would hold a higher position than you maybe your manager or your supervisor. Some of these people would even burden you with work unnecessarily just to remind you that they have the upper hand. 
and the tone that they use when they speak to you would be very dimming and because of the position of this person it might be difficult to even address the bully you know or if you do get an opportunity to address the bullying the story wouldn't necessarily be true um it will be a story that favor that favors the bully instead of you the victim right and that would mean now the victim is at an advantage you know what um that is uh the the disadvantage of it and work bullies bandla please stop it ni badala ni badala i understand some of you are trying to maybe heal but that's not the right way to do it that is certainly not the right way to do it imagine someone dreads coming to work because of you someone goes home crying because of you someone takes a break within the working hours to go to the bathroom to cry because of you no stop it nwadala stop it next we move to bullying at school So bullying at school it's a it's a common occurrence for school children and no country is immune to it. Bullying is prevalent in schools and we have seen in our country South Africa what children who are being bullied end up doing. Um I don't know if you guys still remember that story. I think it was 2021 when that school girl from Limpopo um ended up you know taking her life because of the bullying that she was experiencing at school and i think it got worse for her because the one time that the other time rather that um she got bullied again it was publicized it was all over social media and obviously it got to her you know and i'm sure she must have felt ashamed embarrassed you know so to her the only way out was to take her own life and to me it means the bullying had been going on for quite a while and you know that thing being on social media now just took things to the very last row and she just couldn't take it anymore um and that's very sad man that is extremely extremely sad and i hope she'll continue resting resting in peace may her soul rest in peace right so kids bully each other about different things and these different things could be how another child looks like if they look different in inverted commas um a child can be bullied because of their background their development maybe a disorder even that they live with and so much more like there's a lot that kids can bully each other with um so then if the teachers or a principal actually talking about teachers and principals bullying at schools doesn't only occur between peers it only it also happens between amongst teachers and school children there are teachers who bully school children and make their school life unbearable right so i was saying if the teachers or the principal don't act on this bullying then bullying obviously will continue and a poor outcome will occur this will then make them be part of the problem 
I mean the teachers and the principals. If they don't do anything about it, then they are part of the problem. They are no different to the bully. If you are in a position to help, yet you don't act, then you are part of the problem because you are no different to the bully. Brushing off the matter won't make it go away. However, facing it head on is what will make the difference, which will lead to a possible positive outcome. All right? Cyberbullying. Here, the bullying happens behind the screen. The bully here will pose harassment, not post, pose harassment, threats, harm, embarrassment, and negative comments about another person through the internet in what we have all grown to know as social media. So social media can be very vile. It can be very vile and it's a space that can turn to be a nightmare for someone because people feel that they can say or post whatever they want while disregarding the other person who they are bullying. I don't know what is it about people on social media that makes them feel so entitled to have an opinion about someone else. Like, it, 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 it baffles me every time. Like, when you press that send button, did you really read what you wrote and saw it fit for you to post that? It always baffles me. Like, it can literally take one comment for someone to put a stamp on the suicidal ideations they've been having and act and take their lives just because of that one comment that you could have just deleted you know after typing it reading it seeing that okay actually there's no need for me to say this but you know you decided to press enter or send and now the person who's been having suicidal ideations because of whatever, because you never know what a person is going through or what a person is dealing with in their lives. So that one comment, yahoo, can literally be the stamp to their suicidal ideations they've been having and they finally decide to act and take their own lives. And now once the person is gone, you are out there sending condolences when you are part of the reason why the person is gone. Like, guys, like we don't have to have an opinion on everything. I think if people could understand that, then the world will be such a better place. You don't have to have an opinion on everything. There are certain things that you just need to keep to yourself, okay? If you feel, hurry, hey, it's a better snacks today. Fine. I think it's a better snacks today. So just leave it like that, you know? Like certain comments are just so, they're so unnecessary. And they can be a trigger for someone, you know? Like those are the things that you need to think about when you are posting something about someone. And that time you don't even know that's the wildest thing. Like you're so entitled to someone that you don't even know. That is wild. Like... Guys, no, please, please do better, do better. There is also this phenomenon known as cancel culture, right? Part of this cancel culture has bullying elements in it, definitely. This practice has seen people deactivating from their socials and 
for some people, social media is their job, you know? And so when they deactivate because they've been forced to because of someone out there who feels they're entitled to have an opinion, then it means a certain stream of their income has been taken away from them. Like, for instance, if someone decides to deactivate from YouTube because someone has, I don't know, turned YouTube being like a nightmare for them, then they stop posting on YouTube. When they stop posting on YouTube, that means they're not having, they're not getting money from YouTube anymore. So basically, you have taken income away from them. Because honestly, it would be much better for that person to deactivate than to deal with people he or she doesn't even know who feel entitled to have an opinion about them. Then we have Black Twitter. I think we can all agree that Black Twitter can be vile, extremely vile. I don't even want to get into the black Twitter one because, wow. I just want to put it out there that there are legal consequences to bullying, to cyberbullying. You can be charged with defamation. So think twice before pressing that send button for two minutes of your cloud and wanting to be relevant because that two minutes of your cloud will have a long lasting impact on the victim first then it'll have an impact on you because you will face the consequences of cyberbullying. So please, guys, you know, certain things, they just, they don't even need to be said. Like, logic, it's logic. Stop it. Stop feeling so entitled to say something about someone. You don't have to comment on everything, literally. Okay. So what does it feel like, you know, what the person who is being bullied normally feels like? The person who is being bullied experiences a wide range of negative emotions, as you can imagine, you know, which can be not limited to the ones that I'm going to share. They are low self-esteem, isolation, rejection, loneliness, distrust. The distrust, the distrust stems from the victim feeling like people failed to protect them. And then there's also anger, which the anger can manifest to the victim seeking revenge by returning the violence that was inflicted to them. They also experience fear. They experience humiliation. They experience hopelessness, especially if the person being bullied is not assisted. They also experience self-doubt. Like there's a lot of negative emotions that they experience. So imagine you are one person and you feel these emotions every day. Every day. That's not fair, guys. Like there are certain things that can be controlled, that can be changed. Bullying is one of those things. You can literally control yourself from just pressing that send button and bullying someone. Or even if it's like physical, instead of you want to beat them up because you want everyone around the school to respect you. It's, it's not necessary. It's really not necessary. Now let's talk the aftermath of bullying. The psychological effects of bullying have a negative impact on victims. Bullying can cause feelings that can develop into depression, 
into anxiety or even PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Bullying poses trauma on the, on the person being bullied and this creates a risk of the victim developing emotional disorders as they continue to grow. A child who grew up being bullied has the likelihood of later being diagnosed with a psychiatric disorder in their adulthood. Bullying has a long lasting and negative impact both on the victim and the victim's loved ones, but more so on the victim since they are at the direct receiving end of it. So the aftermath of bullying is horrendous to say the least. So next time you think about being a bully, just just try to think of how you are just going to cause this person unnecessary stress. Imagine on a daily, you experience in negative emotions and not because you want to, but because you are forced to. That can be nice. That can be nice. And I don't think there's a person who wants to live like that their entire life or for, their most, for the most part of their lives. No one. So school bullies, stop it. Work bullies, stop it. Bullies in general, just stop. Stop. Like there's, there's no reward in being a bully. None whatsoever. None. Please, stop. And now we move to how to help someone who is being bullied. Research shows that there are a ton of benefits from bullying uh, prevention efforts that, you know, people can partake in. And in turn, that will be also helping, you know, the victims of bullying. Right, number one, be part of the solution, not of the problem. By this, I mean, keeping quiet, you're adding to the problem. But acting, it means you are part of being the solution, you know. So speak and act on the victim's behalf. Number two, listen when the victim speaks. Don't brush off what they are saying. Another thing, create a safe space for them. Um, because they... They really need to feel like they are in, in a safe environment where they can speak. So create that safe space for them. Reassure the victim that it's not their fault and be sensitive to the fact that they may feel embarrassed or even ashamed. Another thing, don't give up until something is done in stopping the bullying. Number six, be mindful of the victim's behavior pattern or changes in their behavior. Are they eating less? Are they eating more? Are they sleeping more? Are they sleeping less? Are they losing weight? Are they gaining weight? Like, try to see those things. That's when you can see that actually this person could be slowly falling into depression. Then you can be able to act, you know, and get the person to get help before it's too late, you know. Um, 
get others to help you support the person who is being bullied as well involve the community you know um let it not be something that you do in isolation like they always say remember in primary school this was quite a popular thing to say that united we stand and divided we fall so you you can't create change by yourself you do need other people to help you do that so get others to help support you and finally just help the victim to regain their strength and interest in what used to interest them before you know prior to them being bullied and having to deal with constant negative emotions every single day of their lives or every time they experience the bullying so yeah those are simple ways that you can help a person who is being bullied just for them to know that they are not alone and they don't have to be in isolation they don't have to feel embarrassed they don't have to feel ashamed it it goes a long way i think it would go a long way for them to know that someone out there is willing to listen to me someone out there is willing to make a difference for me you know so it'll it'll help them quite a bit it'll help them all right next we have thoughtful Thursday. All right, Thoughtful Thursday. So this um, week's Thoughtful Thursday, we don't have a quote. I'm just gonna speak from the heart about, you know, the topic that we've been tackling throughout the episode. Um, maybe start first by addressing the bully life is already tough enough there is honestly no need for you to add more to a person's life by doing something that will cause another person long-lasting trauma and possible future emotional disorders there is no power in being in being a bully none zero zilch there's no power in that If you feel you need to bully someone in order to feel better about yourself, then you need to look within yourself and heal that part of you that wants to hurt others. There's no reward in hurting others. None whatsoever. But there are repercussions to it. So do the work, do the inner work so that you can stop hurting others because you yourself you are hurting people will always remember how you made them feel always so make sure it's not a feeling that they will have to recover or heal from you don't want another person dying physically or emotionally because of you you don't want that guilt you certainly don't want that guilt And to the people who are victims of bullying, please know it's not your fault. And I am so sorry that you've had to endure such injustice. There is nothing wrong with you and you don't have to fix anything about yourself to fit in or be accepted. You don't have to live in fear. You don't have to live in isolation. You matter. Your life matters. You are loved 
and you are not the problem. So please don't be ashamed of seeking help. And to everyone in general, please show empathy. Please show kindness. And take a stand to save a life today. Okay? Alright, that brings us to the end of the final episode of Season 1 of Mental Health Calliope with Tolo. It's been great. It's been good. And I hope you guys are ready for season two because it's going to be so nice. <laughs> um, we're definitely going to expand more, speak more on these um, mental health topics. And, you know, make sure that people are informed because when we are informed, we do better. All right. Okay. Until next time, then keep well and God bless.